there's my bump, and then walk away. It's like, you can have a little look at me bump, and then I'm going to walk up the tail up. There's my backside, have a quick look at that. Like, the lack of respect. Hey up, how's it going? Welcome to Tea with the Morale Queen, with me, your Morale Queen, Millie Armstrong-Clark. This week, I'm talking to actor and comedian James Bears, who, within the first five minutes, manages to massively insult me, and... For this podcast, I was like, oh, I want to keep it quite sort of clean and just uplifting stories. I think I swear about three times in it, so break my own rules there. But it is a really funny episode and I've just been laughing as I've been editing it. I think you will really enjoy it. Apart from insulting me, it does end with a really uplifting morale boost story of a lovely story with his dad, so... I will forgive him for the insults and I did really enjoy chatting with him Um, we continued chatting for a bit after the podcast finished until I thought I better let him go because I'm probably boring him but no I did he's a top lad love chatting so I really hope you enjoy the episode so without further ado here we are James welcome to oh do you want to be called James or Jim because I know a lot of people call you Jim don't they yeah, a lot of people, so um, I was I was Jim for the first six years of my comedy life, so a lot of people have known me prior to the change. Actually, no longer, because I only really changed, changed to James properly about a year ago. What? How did you do the change? Like, what, were you like, guys, uh, Jim's dead now? I, I started asking people to call me James because I just sort of prefer it. Yeah. Um, I, and no one really did so then i just changed my name on facebook and now ah. they do <laughs> that's, uh, that was all right. close to it yeah what what do your parents call you uh all my family and friends from like school and friends from real life all call me james um yeah. it's pretty much only people i've worked with in comedy or acting or i've played sport with that call me jim ah, really but you want like my ex i was with my ex for 14 years and she called me jim because she met me through the football team what uh, I played yeah but do you prefer james now I've always slightly preferred James because yeah. it kind of um, sounds like a younger person's name and yeah. I'm like clinging to that, but I, I'm not that fussed. So okay. short answer to your question is I don't mind, to be oh. honest, okay, <laughs> if, that's you, if fine. you use both or either, I don't really mind. That's all right, because obviously, as you can see, my name's Camilla, nobody calls me that, like not even one person. So like my par- I don't know why my parents called me that because they never call me it. Really, you've got very. Um, this might sound like an insult, and I don't know. And I know, I know that <laughs> we're not we're not in politics, but you've got a very Tory sounding name. Oh, for fuck! Right, end of podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like I know you're not from, from I've met you, but it just oh my if God. I saw that name written down, I'd be like, oh yeah, she's definitely Oxbridge, and she definitely <laughs> definitely doesn't like poor people. Like Camilla Armstrong Clark, yeah, yeah, you definitely voted for nurses to get a pay cut. Like that's what happened. <laughs> I've never been so offended in my life. Blimey. I'm sorry. Like, obviously, the reality is not that. Not oh, that I wanted just... this your name, but I just cannot think of anything. Sounds like... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I'll think of something. There's nothing that's coming to mind. It sounds like a herb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to get to school, because, um, again, this is showing my age, but there was a cartoon called James the Cat. 
and <laughs> I was a chubby kid, so I used to get the kids sing the theme tune to me, but they change it to James the Fat. Oh, so I'd that's get that mean. Quite a lot because bullying. Well, <laughs> now you've told, now you've just insulted me. Maybe we'll use that. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I mean, oh my god! Yeah. Right, well, my yeah, I'm embarrassed with my name now. Never mind it, but it is Millie, so it's fine. No, exactly. no, Millie voted for nurses' pay cuts. I'm sure. <laughs> no, Millie's wholesome. Millie's a nice person. Name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and and the the addition of Clark is is your married name, isn't it? It's not your family yeah. name, so that's yeah. kind of it's so because that's kind of acceptable. No, like I really like Armstrong. Don't want to get rid of it. How good's that? Strong. It's quite it? archaic, isn't it? And yeah. taking the male name anyway, like because marriage. I don't. I, isn't marriage essentially the giving of one's daughter to another bloke yeah. that kind of own for a bit so yeah and that's where the name is so it's quite an archaic thing yeah. so i think um i think it's yeah i think it's acceptable it's not very sorry i i take back i my think insults. it's feminist that i kept the i'm strong and it's a strong name and yeah i'm digging my hole now but right yeah, go with it <laughs> So basically, section of the name. Solid the start. answer Sorry. is, <laughs> the answer is, you want to be called James. We'll go with that. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. All, you, all, all you could have said there was, "Can you call me James?" But it would have been so much easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Good night. <laughs> so welcome to the show, James Pears. Thanks. Longest intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you Have you got a cup of tea? I've got a cup of tea, I have, yes, I've got a cup of green tea. Oh, God. I'm one of them, are you? Yeah, I'm one of them idiots. Yeah. <laughs> what, have you always had green tea? I used to be a really big tea drinker to the point where I, I used it as part of my definition of who I am on Twitter, as Yorkshireman comedian <laughs> tea drinker. Oh, that's because like Because I thought me. that made me sound like edgy and cool, but it, it like, but tea drinker, that's, uh, loads of people are tea drinkers, that would have been like saying Yorkshireman comedian air breather. Yeah. Like, so what? <laughs> I'm the same though. I'm for, like obviously not Yorkshireman, Yorkshirewoman, but <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I love tea. It's just part of who I am. That's <laughs> yeah. really sad, actually. God, you made me realise how sad I am in the past seven and a half minutes. Uh, I, I I feel terrible about this. Um, <laughs> although I am sort of smiling as I say that, if you can sort of hear this because I'm because I find it amusing, but I don't find it amusing in a nasty way. So after this really episode. I'm changing my name and I'm finding a new drink. <laughs> well, well, I did, but to be honest, it's made me sound more like a um, what's the best word to describe? What I, I sound like a, a dick. <laughs> oh no, I swore crap. Um, I sound like a <laughs> right. I just swore twice. Yes, hipster. Yes, <laughs> although I do wear socks, so. Um, <laughs> but I do. I feel like a bit of a hipster. I did drink tea quite a lot. It was like my go-to drink. But then in around about 2014, no, in, not around, no, exactly in 2014, I decided I wanted to lose weight and I used to drink tea with milk and two sugar. Ooh. And um, and that was cow's milk because at the time I was, uh, I was, I was still drinking cow's milk because I didn't realise it was like baby cows. Well, I yeah. didn't care. <laughs> hmm. um, so, uh, so I put tea out of my life and I was going, I moved on to drinking black coffee and I'd never drunk coffee ever before then, but I just thought, well, I need I would need something to like replace the whole moving a cup to my mouth situation. Yeah. Um, 
and it couldn't be booze or fizzy drinks because I was trying to lose weight. So black coffee and decaf coffee. Took the place of tea. And then I realised that um, you can get green tea and it suppresses your appetite slightly. So boom. Mm. Yeah. Is that because yeah, it's well, so disgusting you don't want anything else after? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in, the, in the way that mouthwash does. It's like I've got this awful taste in my mouth and now food is irrelevant. <laughs> Yeah, like when you've cleaned your teeth and you're like, oh, I can't have anything else. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much that, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. so you're, are you enjoying it now? So, so yeah, I quite enjoy the green tea. I've got, I've got a, a fancy one that's got jasmine in it. Oh, that sounds um, quite I don't nice. actually know what jasmine is. I know that jasmine is one of the characters from Aladdin. But <laughs> I like, so you don't drink cow's milk, but you'll drink um, the blood of a woman. Don't need to. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Humans can die, that's absolutely fine. As long as, the, <laughs> as long as the animals are all right, I'm okay with it. That's fine, as long as, yeah. I'll, I'll have animal lovers on the show, that's fine. Oh. No worries. So how long have you been vegan for? Uh, what are we in? 2020, so it is now four years. Yeah, four yeah. years. Did, were you um, veggie before that, or did you No. Um, cold turkey? No, I just went, I did, well, I planned to only do veganuary. Uh, in 2016 and just just do a month and trial it and then I thought to myself thought well what I'll do then is when I come out is I will go with the whole maybe two days a week but I can't yeah. give up burgers and I can't give up cheese and I can't give up milk and so I can and whilst doing veganuary I was like well actually I can it's not that hard yeah um and then I just never went back uh, well I say I never went back I've had the odd slip up like I there was a time, well, in fact, Edinburgh Fringe that year, 2016, I, I twice um, drunkenly was like, I'm having a normal pizza. When I say normal, it wasn't with meat on it, but it was definitely mm. normal cheese. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and the thing is, on reflection, you sit there eating the pizza thinking, I could go onto one of the vegan chat groups on Facebook and, and go, oh my God, I ate a pizza, I'm such a terrible <laughs> person, and wait for everyone to go, it's all right, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, and then the other person like, you can't be yourself a vegan, you must now say you're plant-based and go stand in the corner for uh, three months. Yeah. But I, I just thought, you know what, now I just accept that occasionally I slip up and I'll try not to. Yeah, I think that's that's good, yeah. Cause I know what you mean about those groups, because cause I've been like, veggie for like 15 years, I think now, and I eat a lot of vegan food as well, because obviously you do when you're veggie, they're like, there's loads of vegan stuff as well, isn't there? Um, and... Uh, yeah those groups as like somebody will put i don't know honey in and instead of like having just a normal chat about if whatever's right and wrong people be so nasty and you're like i just i can't be doing with that yeah you see what non-vegans don't seem to realize is that vegans hate vegans too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know what you mean. yeah um I can't I say that I'm fully vegan, but I'm 90%. But, yeah, I hate that whole, like, mindset of you're either, like, all or you're going to hell. There's, <laughs> what, 7.8 billion people on the planet right now. So if all 7.8 billion were just vegan two days a week, that would be a massive reduction on, mm. the, on the pressures on this planet. And therefore, yeah. whilst I fully endorse the idea of being vegan fully i would be okay with that yeah no yeah Yeah, as a baby step anyway as a bridging step obviously i'd like the whole planet to be vegan and then all the animals will have a lovely happy life but yeah yeah perfection and then strive for the next best thing that's true move 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 another step along when you can 
Yeah, exactly. No, that's what I'm like. And I think, um, so I've had, when I started a new job, I'm like, I don't really like the whole, like, meet chat because I'm like, oh, I just feel like people expect, like, veggie vegan people to be a certain way and then they sort of ask you a lot of questions and, like, the whole desert island thing and that. And I'm like, oh, I can't love to get into it. So I just, I don't mention it. And then if it comes up, like, say, if you're going out for a staff meal or something, and I'm like, oh, is there any not meat options or something? I'll bring it up. And then I've had a few people go, what, you don't eat meat? Oh, I didn't expect that. I didn't I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And I'm like, what, yeah. what did you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot. Of, you don't look like a vegan. I was like, oh, we don't all look like wander around with tie-dye pants on, yeah. and holding banners saying save the planet. Like, yeah. There's quite a lot of people... One of my favourites was I was filming um, on location for a TV, a BBC TV show, so it's quite a big budget thing. And um, I was my call time was like eleven o'clock, so it was just before they were due to break for lunch. So I, I on the film sets, generally if you get there an early call time and you have a dietary requirement, yeah, let the catering know in advance. But I I wasn't there in advance, and it was on my sheet. But they don't read the sheets. Like I don't know why you feel could write anything on those those casting sheets because they, mm-hmm. they never read them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I um I arrived on set and uh, they were like, oh, we're gonna break for lunch early, so I pretty much go straight for lunch. So I went to the, queued up, and when I got to the end of the queue, um, I was like, so I'd, I'd like a vegan meal. Well, well, like, why, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you let us know? Why didn't you give us advance notice you were vegan? That mm-hmm. was, was the first sort of barrage I got from the three chefs. And I was like, all right, look. Just like they still have some of the breakfast, so I was like, just give me the beans and some like dry toast. I'm fine with that. I'm not going to kick off us. <laughs> and as they were scooping out of my plate, one of them nudged the other and went, "Yeah, how do you know someone's a vegan? <laughs> Don't worry, they'll tell you within three seconds." I was like, "Ago, you were complaining because I hadn't told you I was vegan, and now, and now you're calling me out for that." Oh, I was just like, that, that, "That just sums up the stupidity of people." Yes, I know. I Yeah, I find that a lot. Yeah, that is really annoying. Because, yeah, because I don't want it to um, make a big deal. I'm, I'd be happy if if it was just like, oh, just give me some beans. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to make anyone go out of the way. And I've had people before, like, um, we go around for dinner, like, I've made you veggie sausages. I've never made them before, so I hope they're all right. And you're like, you just, I just put them in the oven and wait 20 minutes, then get them out of the <laughs> oven. I don't, there's, no, <laughs> there's nothing, like, hard about it. Yeah. It's just, it is funny. It. I'll just go sit in the corner with my cup of sadness. I'm fine. <laughs> just give me, just give me some dust. I'm all right with it. I genuinely, genuinely have with my, uh, with, with my aunt here, and I love it a bit. But I genuinely, every time I go around, which isn't that often, to be fair, now that's a little unfair because she's she's lovely. But oh. I, I genuinely will get, oh, so chicken isn't vegan. <laughs> Not even trying, you know. Like I occasionally get it, like if it's cheese or whatever. Like, oh, so chicken soup's not no. What? <laughs> no, no. Oh, so you can't have a steak. What? It's a bit like on. Um, have you, do you ever watch the Royal Family? Where oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, right, I, just before you go, a lot of people who know me well know that any conversation that starts with "Do you ever watch?" or "Have you ever watched?" with me generally ends with "No." Oh, right, okay. No, because well, do you I'm know quite what... sad I don't. Oh, uh... go on, sorry. Carry on. She's too, cool, too cool for telly. I'd love to say that was the reason, but yeah. I, I will... <laughs> it really isn't. Because she's too busy out saving the animals. Um... It's because I'm too busy crying in the corner. <laughs> With your beans. I wish I had a proper meal. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Because <laughs> you lack of protein, that's what it is. <laughs> just to turn the TV over. <laughs> like, the remote's an inch away from your hand. <gasps> Can someone read it for me? <laughs> I, want, I want to see what dead animals Jamie Oliver's butchering today. <laughs> to be fair, he's gone a bit, he's gone a bit veggie vegan, hasn't he? So I'll let him <laughs> off. He's still an annoying per- person. <laughs> oh, my dad's, my dad will love this now you've said that. He hates him. Hates him so yeah. much. Irritating, isn't he? He's irritating. Yeah. And so's Jamie. No, and your dad's lovely, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, he's, he's irritating. I, I can't quite put my finger on why. He's just, he's just oh, got very punchable face, isn't he? <laughs> my dad's theory is that he spits in the food. Like, you know, because he's got a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stand him. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Fair if, enough. If, oh, if, um... God, this is an awful thing to say. Go on. Go on. I, 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 right. Okay. I should. Go on. Yeah, I'm going to tell you here. Yeah, it doesn't matter um, because the pub shut anyway. When I when I worked as a carpet chef uh, quite a while ago, um, we peaked when the weather was nice, so it was very very hot behind the carvery. And I remember once when I was leaning over to restock one of the vegetables, thing a bead of sweat dripped off my face <laughs> into the, into the gravy. And I know everyone in the queue saw it, and I just thought I'm not doing anything about that, and I left the gravy with my added saltiness. <laughs> Oh, that was awful. <laughs> Did everyone was just awful. avoid it then? No, I, no, because our clientele were awful. So I oh, could have spat in it. They didn't fine. I could, have, I could have Jamie Oliver list spat in it, but <laughs> no, they were. No one was really bothered. Oh my god! What? Where was this? What do you expect? It's a five pound carvery. Yeah, this was in. I, I better not say just in case any of the management uh, are. But like, like, but no. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was it was in a location where I once worked in the uh, north. Yeah, um, but oh, yeah, a very popular carvery destination. Yeah, <laughs> well, at least yeah. I thought you were going to say he spat in someone's food that was horrible. That would have been a bit. Oh no, I just sweat, just sweated in it. Ah. Sweated, sweated is that the right word? I sweated. In it. That's <laughs> what I'm going with. At least you can sweat, unlike uh, what's he called, Prince Andrew. Um. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, how how are you yeah, finding I, lockdown? <laughs> lockdown. Well, I've just returned to Leeds after three months. Um, so I lived in Manchester for knocking on for two years, and I lived on my own. And when lockdown first happened, I spent quite a lot of time on my own, um, which <laughs> generally I'm quite. I spend a lot of time on my own. I'm like I'm a full time comedian. I spend. A, vast majority of my life on my own driving to or from some platform location in the country um and i'm sort of used to my company and most of my like friends are more people i know that i I don't hang around with people very much because um a i'm incredibly socially like inept (laughs) (laughs) just in group situations i'm like oh i can't really and b i'm a little bit of a misanthrope in in the nicest possible way no there isn't a nice way i just people just irritate me yeah um, it was great isn't it i do a job where i like to entertain people that you know, they irritate me no, but, um, so I, yeah. yeah i spend a lot of time on my own um but then when you kind of force when you're on i'm like oh actually no i do miss the good people and a lot of really good people yeah and so for the, like for the first few weeks i was a bit like i don't know if i'm comfortable or uncomfortable and then i think what's happened i think this happened for a lot of people like 
lockdown's been like an up and down where I've had days where I'm like, I am having the best time. Yeah. And then there've been other days like where I've just been laying on the floor in my own filth, going, oh, I just want this to be over. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of got an anxiety about the lockdown ending now. Oh, me too. I think anxiety stems from the fact that um. I, I'm self-employed. I work as an actor and a comedian. Um, I, I've been self-employed since 2016 doing this. And I know that work isn't necessarily going to return straight away. It might not even return at all this year. Yeah. Uh, for for self-employed people in the performing arts. Yet all of the financial institutions, which I have got like three and four months grace with, are going to go, well, Boris has opened the pubs and everything, so, you know, pay us what you mm. owe, and I'm not going to be able to, and that's my that's my big anxiety. Yeah. Um, but then also, there's lots of really good things that have come out of it. For example, I've managed to get back fit again. Cause that's good. I've been able to, um, yeah. and I've been able to do a few other bits and pieces that, that learn some stuff. Yeah, well, that's so, good. Yeah. You need them yeah. How's lockdown been for you? Yeah, I've, I'm the same. Like some days, I'm like, "Oh, this is really good. I don't ever want to go back to normal." And then other days, I'm like, "Oh, God, I miss everyone, and I just want things yeah. to be normal." And it's just weird not being able to just pop round to visit people as normal. And yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We'll look back on this at some point and be like, "Huh? Do you remember 2020?" And people are gonna shudder. Some people, yeah. Are gonna... <laughs> people are gonna, "Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Like, <laughs> I went to a rave." Um, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, like, <laughs> there was a rave not far from where I lived in Manchester. What, really? 15,000 people went. Oh, my yeah. God, that is crazy. Yeah. There oh, was a lot man. of people in that area that were like, what lockdown? Really? <laughs> oh, man. No, yeah. I'm definitely going to avoid places for a bit. As much as I'd love to just, like, just pop to a pub as normal, I'm definitely not going to rush there. Um, yeah, I think um, Boris has announced today that pubs are going to reopen at some point, but I, I'm not sure yeah. that I'm going to rush back. And in fact, I was talking to another comedian today, and I was like, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll do comedy again this year. Nah, I'll, nah. I'll focus on the acting and the musical theatre and the other bits and pieces that I do. Ah, yeah, that's well, I say musical theatre won't open either. I don't think, but I've got some gigs of, of a musical oh, style coming up. Outdoory ones. You said you've got a co- you've got a couple of things that are going to be on telly. Yeah, um, I don't. Anne is a biopic which is coming to, onto ITV. I only have a very small role in that. That should have been released a couple of years ago, but it's about the Hillsborough. It's about about somebody who campaigned for um, justice for '96 and all that kind of stuff at Hillsborough. And, oh. and I think when they were due to release it, I think the officer. From South Yorkshire Police was arrested or tried or something. I can't remember the exact details. Uh, again, going back to the don't watch TV side, I don't watch news either, uh, so I only have a vague idea of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the reason why I didn't release it. So then there was talk of releasing it at some point um, this year. Um, and as also as there's been three or four months without any filming, it's likely stuff that was filmed a while back will get released, but I don't know when. Yeah. Oh, um, that'll so be yeah, something to look yeah. forward to. Would you, would yeah, you watch, so was that and watch it online then if you don't have a telly? I won't watch it. I'll be honest. I don't really watch things that I'm in. Um, really? Things that have been on that I don't really watch. I'm not. You're not yeah, curious, I'll, like to see how it went. I'll I'll watch the footage when if I get it, um, or if somebody occasionally somebody like when World on Fire was released. Uh, it was again a very only very small element I was in that, but somebody sent me the footage of that and I'll watch it then. 
Um, and then as a result of watching that, I did watch the rest of the series on catch up. But oh. I don't make a point of watching it. I'm not particularly. Is it is it cringy to watch yourself? Hmm, a little, but um, if I've done a good job, it won't be. It's like uh, there's a there's a couple of short films I've done where I quite like watching them. Cause I think, oh well, not necessarily. There's there's one in particular I did about about World War One, um, where the other act. So there's only two of us. Well, three of us in it, but uh, only two of us really focus on it. It's only a short. Um, and the other actor, Aidan, is just fantastic. So I quite, I quite enjoy watching that back every now and again when people ask me what I've done. I was like, oh, I'll show you this. There's a demonstration of work that I've done because yeah. he's fantastic and I don't make myself want to cry watching it. So occasionally <laughs> oh, I watch stuff. But I don't, I'm not that bothered. Yeah. Not really. But you see, like if you're doing a play, you can't watch it back. Oh, really? Is it weird? Because you're on stage. Oh, like, oh, I thought you meant like if someone really had filmed it. Filmed. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that way. Like a, I'll, I'll just not because i'm not yeah how, how... I don't know if, like my mum has filmed some of the stuff i did and she she actually sent me a video and i did rocky horror show and oh that was that was an uncomfortable watch <laughs> wait, wait, i wait. mean not even the, the, the tights and stuff but it's just uncomfortable watching me oh Ooh, never mind was that recently uh, she sent the video recently. The performance was like 2005, maybe. Ah, yeah. Oh, so you've been doing acting and 2005. stage work a lot. Yeah, I've been involved. Um, I only went professional in 2016, but I've been involved since college. So, oh, right. that, again, should be ages since 98. My yeah. first amateur dramatic performance was like 1998, 99. Oh, right. Yeah, 98, 98, yeah. Oh, cool. So, and, um, so is that something you've always wanted to do, then, acting and stage work? Um, I, Yes. I, I, I wasn't sure, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do now. I didn't really have a clue what I wanted to do. I thought I was going to be a footballer, because a lot of guys... <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like, I just think they're going to be, and I was quite good at football, and I was involved with a professional team. I was involved with Oddfield Town for a little while, and... I played for the um, England youth set up uh, in a trial situation. Well, it was like England North, so um, in the schoolboys, so it's slightly different to like a full international. You don't get a cap or anything like that. But I played, I played away in Austria. Oh, cool! Um, That's good. And that was fun. I was going to Austria and getting beat by the Austrians. <laughs> um, but we went skiing and stuff, so that was ace. Oh. Wow. Um, and so I thought, right, I'm going to be a footballer, and then you get told, oh, you're not that good actually. So then you have to try and sort of come to terms with that. And then I'm like, then I don't know what I wanted to do at college. My dad really wanted me to be a cop. Yeah. Um, a cop. We don't call them cops here. We don't call them cops here. A police officer. Yeah. Um, what was his reason? Just thought it'd be a good idea. I think it's because he wanted to be a police officer. He he worked in security for a while. He was oh. in the Merchant Navy and then he worked in security. And oh, that's a bit like my dad. He was right, in the well, Navy and then prison officer. Right, so yeah, sort of similar. Yeah. similar. Are you sure he was an officer? Are you sure it wasn't just a cover for like... Uh, he was just like, in prison, yeah. He just got sent down. I'm like, no, no, I'm, a, I'm an officer. I work there. I'm like, all right, it's just how come every time we come and visit you, you're on the other side of the glass? I just don't, don't understand. <laughs> And you know what, when I was little, I used to think, oh, I'd love to be in prison because my dad could slip me meals under the door. <laughs> I don't know why, because I, I, I had a good relationship with him at home. It wasn't like I didn't, like, like he wasn't there or anything. I just thought, oh, that'd be really funny if he'd sneak me food in. And I was a bit strange as a kid. 
Being on uh, my own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all got our aspirations, haven't we? And I suppose yeah. being in prison is an aspiration, isn't it? Because <laughs> like, if there was a kid at school that had something like different about them, and the teacher would be like, right, we can't make fun of this person with this... Like, for example, one of my friends had a lazy eye, and she had an eye patch over a good eye to train the bad eye to like work. And I remember, we were only at five, but I remember it really clearly. They were like, right, we can't make fun of her. She's got an eye patch, but it's fine. It's normal. And like, they're trying to, like, to not get her bullied. And I thought, at the time I sat there like, why would I make fun of that? I'm well jealous. Like, that's <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. And where did you get the parrot from? Like, that is <laughs> yeah. extra special. <laughs> Wait, is that real? Is that real? Is that a real thing? Yeah. So a lazy eye literally is just lazy. And yeah. you can train it to not be so lazy. Yeah, yeah. So you put a patch of... Well, I, right, I don't know much about uh, medical things. But, yeah, you put it over the good eye and then the bad eye just, like, gets its act together. It's like, all right, um, just make it work. I'm really just not putting the light here. <laughs> I just need to pull the straight and narrow. I just need to look forward. That's all yeah. I need to do. I just had one job. Yeah. How lazy is a lazy eye that it can't even pass facing <laughs> forward? No, I thought I just generally thought that there's nothing anyone can do. I didn't realise that it literally was laziness. <laughs> oh, well, we should lazy eye shame. That's what should happen. We should shame, like, not the person, just the eye. Like, I realise that shaming things isn't necessarily the best way forward, but when it's just a, I mean, just can't be bothered. Well, to be fair, if I was an eye, I'd be a lazy one. So I can okay. sympathise with it. Why is it only an eye that can do that? Why do you just get like, oh, I've got, I've got lazy finger. Just, like, just that one... <laughs> Just that one finger that all my other fingers are fine. I've just got one that can't be arsed. Just like just like a lazy elbow. Just got, yeah, one elbow is fine, but the other one just you know, just it's facing the wrong way. Like, That's true. I you know what? After after this, I'm gonna look this up. But I'm sure might, that might that was like a lazy ear. I'm sure that happened. You're making me think that didn't happen now, but I'm sure it did. No, no, no I, I trust. I trust that that is a thing. I just, just, I'm just astonished. I genuinely thought that. I, 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 well, I don't know what I thought. I didn't really look into it. I know lots of people lazy. Because the thing is with lazy eyes as well, it's one of those in it where you just you you think to yourself, don't don't look at it. Yeah. But you also need to make eye contact with people, and then you're like, is it polite to say, I'm really sorry, I know you've got lazy eye, and I keep looking funny at you, or is it polite to just ignore it and be awkward for the entire yeah. conversation? I don't know. I just ignore it, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you don't know where to look. But if they just had an eye patch at the age of five, this would have all been sorted. So yeah. I think I'll have to look into this. But yeah, I was well, I was well jealous. I was well jealous if kids broke the leg. I was jealous of a little boy <laughs> that um he had a helmet and a carer, and uh, I didn't realise that he was like quite ill. I just thought mm. that is mint. He gets a helmet and a woman with him all day. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. I'd like. I, I mean, I'm not bothered about the helmet, but I quite like that all day. That'd be awesome. Um, that's called being in a relationship, isn't it? So I don't know why, and I've, I'm actively turning those down. So um, <laughs> what a pointless thing to say. <laughs> actively turning them down. Oh, so, uh, that sounded that sounded really arrogant. It I, did. Like, when... Every day, like, no, oh, God, another <laughs> just one. Fight no. Just fighting moth. No, sorry, not today. Um, no, I just, um, <laughs> I'm not looking for a relationship is what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> in life, I'm quite happy. I'm happy single. That's, that's, that's what good. I meant. I just I just said it in the most arrogant way yeah. possible. What, what a knob! Not interested. Anyway, we can edit that, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you back? Are you back with your parents now then? Oh. So, yeah, back, 
back here until such time as I'm either working properly or I can at least view some properties and stuff. So, um, ah, yeah, that's cool. So, is it weird to be back home? Yeah, the last time I moved back home was three and a bit years ago when I broke up with my ex. I was with my ex for 14 years. Oh, wow. And so, um, and I said to my parents when I moved home the first time, so it'll only be a couple of months, and it was like, yeah. like 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that was, and I, again, I, like I adore my parents, but it was horrible. Oh. It was, it was horrible hard. in the nicest possible way. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, when you've fledged the nest, so to speak, it's like, it's, it is weird being back again. It's probably weird for them as well. Yeah, like I get it. And, and they always come through for me when I need somewhere to stay and stuff like that. So yeah. it's oh, just things, it's just little niggly things. Like when I first moved back, so I've been back a week now and the first day I came back, I was just heading out the door at like 10 o'clock to just I'll go for a run so then my dad's like where are you going I'm like, I'm just going out but it's 10 o'clock and I'm like I know well where are you going at 10 o'clock I'm like well I'm just, I'm just going out like I didn't really know where I was going so I didn't really have an answer so I'll go for a jog and within maybe half an hour of me having left I text my mum where are you like really? what are you doing oh. I'm like, oh this is driving me insane um <laughs> and and then, then I went in a bit of a huff with me for like, because to be fair, I didn't sort of go, oh, I'm just out. I was like, stop bothering me. <laughs> um, and, and they went in a bit of a huff with me. And then we sort of resolved that. And, and now we kind of leave each other alone a little oh, bit. That's good. <laughs> so I bet it's hard that, not that I've got any kids, but I can't imagine having like a kid for all them years and then all of a sudden having to just switch that off. Like the. Yeah. Like checking on them and things. So it's probably always there, isn't it? Even when you like. Like, yeah, and to be fair to them, I don't act like an adult very often, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I, I'm an well, insanely good. immature human being, so I guess, well, it's, I guess I am be. still a child in their minds. Yeah, that's a, yeah. you never really get out of that, do you? Um, yeah. But you've got... Um, so is it your parents' house that's got badgers in the garden? Yes. Oh, oh. my God, they're adorable. Oh. Yeah, that's so there's a family of them, and my mum feeds them. My mum probably spends more money on food for the squirrels and badgers than she does for herself <laughs> oh that's really nice yeah that's it's lovely. like doolittle's garden back here so we've got pheasants squirrels mice there's a cat now but my mum tries to discourage the cat because the cat chases the mice uh, however she's now feeding the cat someone else's cat uh, um uh, to prevent the cat from killing the birds or the mice and she's, uh, she's she was telling me yesterday that she has an agreement with the cat that if she gives the cat some food the cat won't kill anything and i'm not entirely <laughs> sure if the cat's pulling the wool over her eyes or if it has agreed i don't know what language they spoke when they made this agreement i haven't seen any documents so i'm not sure like if it does renege on the agreement if we can actually be held accountable i don't really know but my mum assured me this. that there's an agreement i, just, I, I think the cat like... was like yeah fine no problem yeah, definitely were. Yeah, cats are. Yeah, like, they are. I could see it was sat at the door, and, it, and it's an adorable cat. It is. I say adorable. It kind of looks a little bit like. And I did say I don't know many TV and film references, but I do know this one. It does look a little bit like Salem from Sabrina ah, the Teenage Witch. Yeah. And yeah. so you can't trust a cat that looks like Salem. No. It, it does sort of pull the cutie cutie face. He was well sarcastic. It was, which was actually quite cool. I mean, everyone needs a sarcastic cat in their life. But it, but also like. When there's a bit of sarcasm and a bit of sass, you're like, yeah, you don't care what anyone thinks, which yeah, is also a bad thing. definitely possibly. don't care. I've got two cats and I absolutely love them, but yeah, cats are bastards. I'm just going to say <laughs> it. I'm going to break my own rule by swearing there. <laughs> little little bastard word there. 
it's needed where cats are involved. It is. If we're honest. <laughs> when I um when I first moved to Manchester last uh, summer of twenty eighteen, I was seeing somebody there, and she had a cat. And um, I was I am a dog person in as much as I prefer dogs. Yeah. I, I don't have an issue with cats. Yeah. As such, but her cat was um, I mean adorable, but was also like if your feet so much as hang a millimeter out of the bed, I am going to slash them. <laughs> and the amount of times I woke up and I'm like, my foot. I'm like, oh look, it's covered in blood. Oh, oh, Fleur, you've been attacking my foot. That's great. What, fully and she's like looking at me all sweet and innocent, like, mm, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> what fully, wasn't me? fully attacking? Yeah. So, um, if what maybe maybe it felt like a game, but if my foot sort of came over a little bit, like, cause it, I only really became aware of it when it happened when I was awake once, and I'm like, oh, my foot's over the edge, and then I felt this sharp pain, I'm like, and then I looked down, and it was just cat, was just, like, watching, like, crouched under the bed, watching for my foot coming, and as soon as my foot sort of went over a little bit, slash, oh. and, and, um, and their claws are sharp. Ooh. Yeah, and she also, that cat also did the classic thing where she'd walk across the table, have a little look at, like, uh, the potpourri or something, and then go, that can piss off and just knock it off the table uh, and then yeah. just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, before she walks away, what she'd do, she'd turn around, and I don't know if your cats do this, if it's a cat thing or if it was just that I was unlucky, but she'd knock something off the table, then she'd turn around and go, there's my bum, and then walk away. It's like, <laughs> you can have a little look at me bum, and then I'm going to walk away. Yeah, they away. do hey, do that, don't they? There's my backside, have a quick look at that. Like, the lack of respect, whereas a dog... Would be like, I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feed me and you walk me and you're the bestest. Oh, I love you so much. Yeah, they are a bit dopey out there in a good way. Yeah. I love the differences in them both. They really don't care. I saw a, um, a thing that said um, the earth can't be flat because if it was, cats would have pushed everything off the edge by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. It is. But, um, uh, talking of badgers in the garden, I was right. I was thinking, oh, I'd really like. To, I haven't seen any badgers in ages, and I used to um, about four years ago. I think was the last time I spoke to this badger man, and um, I went on this like badger watching night, and I thought I was looking at your film of the badgers, and I was like, right, I'm gonna try and find some local badger sets, and I messaged the guy. I was like, hi, I've not spoken like ages, but I just wondered if there's any badger groups about, and. Um, Anyway, we're talking about badgers. I don't ever, ever, ever remember mentioning tea to him, going back to how much I love tea. And after this, this was the end of his email last night, and it really made me laugh. So he was like, oh, yeah, there might be a badger group. I'll let you know. Then he just finished the email with, I heard you were big into tea. I once managed to scoop a tea bag onto my thumb by not paying attention. I think they heard the scream down south. Not good for a health and safety rep, but you live and learn. It'd make a good form of torture. Be in touch soon, Paul. I was like, what? What? I thought, what? I, right, I don't remember mentioning tea once. Who's told him I like tea? Because I don't even know if we have know any mutual people or anything. I don't know if he's Googled me and this has come up and he's seen this. I, I don't know. I have no idea, but I thought, if you right, if you knew somebody liked tea, why wouldn't you be like, oh, I had this really nice tea the other day, you might like it. Why would you yeah. think, oh, I really hurt myself working a cup of tea? This person who likes tea would love to know that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think of the worst example of that thing that you love. Yeah, so I was like, instead of being like, um, oh, yeah, why are you telling me that? I just, I just replied to him and then at the end put, oh... I once spilt a full cup of tea on myself. Also a great form of torture. Thanks a lot, Millie. <laughs> like, I don't know how to respond to that. 
But oh, he sounds like he likes his torture too much. You turn up to his badger meat, and they're wearing straps and masks. <laughs> I'm like, get out of there, get out of there, quick. Maybe that <laughs> was the tester. The <laughs> <laughs> if I was like, oh yeah, I'm well into that, he'd be like, right, badger watch is on. <laughs> uh, try to tie people up with the strings from a tea bag. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. In, I don't know if there's like a secret underground tea drinking club that does this sort of thing. That isn't me. Just want to oh. clarify. Oh. I wonder what tea drinking S and M. I wonder if it'd be called P and G. Kinky tea drinkers. Do you know what? There's something for everyone out there. There will be. The Louis Theroux's probably met that person. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, I'd, when I messaged you and I said, "Did you have a like a morale happy story? Did you have one ready, or have we covered what it?" What I do because there's quite a lot of stories that I think I, I thought I'll wing it uh, and we'll go for it and, and see which story pops, springs to mind when you pop that question or <laughs> you have a story yeah. um, and then what's happened now is you've asked the question and my brain's gone ah no however just in case such a moment arises I made some notes on my phone so bear with me let's see what notes I made the potential stories <laughs> I could tell because you you were looking quite specifically for some wholesome, nice, happy stories, weren't you? Yeah, um, which people will know if you've listened to the previous episode, Jed didn't fulfil. But never mind. <laughs> no, bless him. <laughs> um, to be honest, actually, what I will what I will say because I've, I've written a couple of little things down here, but what I will say is, um, I talk because I'm because I've moved back with my parents and I, I've. I got challenged to write a monologue. Well, not challenged. Such a, a monologue writing competition came up at the start of the year, and I thought, oh, I wonder what I'll write about. The, the, the parameters for the, for the writing of this monologue were: it must be about lockdown, it must be a personal experience, and you need to keep it sort of um, positive. We don't want, we want to focus on mm. the positive. And I thought, Do you know what? I'll talk about the relationship that I have with my dad. Ah. So my dad is. Um, he's a typical northern bloke. Now I'm from Leeds, my mum's from Leeds, we're all Leeds, but my dad's from Stockport. Um, yeah. so he's already foreign, he's already you know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's yeah. Lancastrian in the Yorkshire house. I know I just live in Manchester, <laughs> but he's you know, he's um yeah. he's a foreigner. Um <laughs> but he um he's still a northern dad and northern dads I presume are all similar. They might not be might just be but he, he, like we don't we don't do emotions in this house. We don't do <laughs> like the word love and in this house, we can't really say. My mum is, is better with that word. Most of us are a bit, like, emotionally incapable of... Yeah, we'll all look out for each other. We're yeah. a functional family that will, you know, if, if, if anything's... Like, my dad, for example, if if I needed money, would give me his last fiver. But he, yeah. he wouldn't... If I needed a hug, he wouldn't go anywhere near me. Aww. He's like that kind of a guy. Like, yeah. And it's not because he doesn't care. It's just, it's just he's a northern dad and northern dads <laughs> aren't built like that. <laughs> So I've always had this sort of strange relationship. I like I, I, I'm telling the story the, the other week about how I remember vividly being a teenager in, and I was playing football and I was, as I mentioned earlier, I wasn't bad at football and I was I was playing in goal for the school team and my best mate Andrew at the time, he wasn't a particularly good footballer and he was one of the worst in the team actually and he didn't get in the team very often but he was my best mate so I just like wanted him to do well. And I remember he scored once. Um, 
and I was just so happy that my mate had scored and he'd done well at this sport that he loved but wasn't very good at, that I ran from my goal all the way up to the top end of the pitch to celebrate with him. And I heard his voice on the other end of the pitch going, get a penny goal, you big head. Stop being such a big head. It's not about you. And I'm like, who's, who's giving me all this grief? And I looked up at it with my dad. <laughs> and I just thought, just heartbroken. I was like, why is my dad giving me, like, what? I don't understand. Yeah. And there were little things like that throughout my childhood where he'd knock, stuff, he'd knock me off my perch quite a lot. Not because he wanted me knocking off my perch, but because he just doesn't understand the word emotion or being emotionally supportive or anything like that. Yeah. So, anyway, the wholesome element of this is that um, lockdown um, – came into play and obviously he knew that I was I the last time the last day I worked was March the 15th and he knew that lockdown took a lot away from from his professional performer uh, and I started to panic that I'm not gonna be able to afford my flat if Aww. this carries on which is another reason and why I moved back here before I get somewhere else it's like well I'll save three months of, worth of rent yeah that's a good idea he he spent the first month and a half of lockdown just getting in touch every single day um just checking on me and whilst it wasn't still wasn't necessarily that massive emotional support it was the fact that he was taking the time to ring or text me every day how are you how's things stuff that he's never throughout the rest of my life he's never done like it was just it was massive it was like either he's got soft or mum's got his phone <laughs> it wasn't it was definitely him um or, or he's maybe i don't know is he mellowed out or maybe he's or maybe it's just lockdown maybe it's affecting him a little bit and it's just like yeah. what, what benefits him is reaching out a little bit but whatever the reasons were i'm like i'm not going to dissect this i'm not going to question it i'm not going to give it the whole oh all of a sudden you're like the dad you've never been or anything mm-hmm. like that there's no because that's it's completely pointless and irrelevant yeah it's like you know what i'm gonna make the most of this and be like yay um, so that's, that's, that was like I, I remember actually maybe in the fifth or sixth week of lockdown, I was walking along the canal um, from Ashton. I, I say Manchester, I actually live in Ashton Underline, so I was walking along the canal from Ashton Underline to Stockport. And so, so and my dad got in touch. And I was like, oh, I'm heading towards Stockport. And as I mentioned, my dad's from Stockport. He started telling me stories about some of the stuff around and like stuff I never knew. Like, oh, like, really nice. like for example, my dad. I've known him all my life, but I barely know him at all. Mm. And and so I got so I got this I got this just a glimmer of information about stuff that he'd been up to in his childhood and stuff like that. I just thought I never knew this. Aww. Like the whole life of that he's led, I didn't like. All I know of him is the bloke that sits on the sofa watching horse racing and farting. That's him. <laughs> and and that's the guy I know. And so, like I painted him in a in a bad light saying that, but he's just yeah, it's, that's the typical version of him. Yeah. And so yeah, so kind of lockdown's been been ace for like introducing me to my dad yeah that's really nice i know i think it's um do you think a lot of people in lockdown have had a lot of time to think because i feel like i have so they've maybe he's been thinking like oh maybe i should have i don't know communicated better in the past and i I just feel like there's been so much time people have spent on their own they've had a lot of time to question a lot of things about themselves yeah, I think that's a good thing. Obviously, there's a lot of bad things happening because of it. But what did you think, the way I see it, the way I see any situation, and I know it's easy to say, it's easier to say than to practice. But it's what you make of it, no matter how bad it gets. Yeah. And if you can try and find the positive spin somewhere, and and be grateful for what you have got, rather than focus on the negatives of the situation. 
Yeah. So, for example, for me, I had not having not been able to work for three months, having to move back into my parents' house uh, and losing after a while, losing that, all that's negative. But the positive spin is my parents are looking out for me. I've got somewhere to live. I'm healthy. Yeah. Like there are so many things to be grateful about, and I think yeah, I think if you spend your time thinking and reflecting on stuff like that, you generally bounce out of a situation thinking, well, okay, it's not. Yeah, life yeah. isn't dealt me the hand I wanted, but the hand I've got is still if I if I play the cards right. I'm using a card analogy, and I don't know how to play cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a terrible choice. That was a terrible choice. But uh, <laughs> if if I play this hand right, then then it'll be okay. No, you're that's right, true. yeah, sort of thinking about stuff. If you sort of sit and think and reflect a little bit and, and as long as you don't beat yourself up and a lot of people do beat themselves up or, or get dragged into that, well, this life is happening to me. You think, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, maybe it is, but you can also happen to life as well. No, that's really true. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And we have to just you do have to look at the positives. Even, yeah. yeah, that's all you can do sometimes, isn't it? Even with whatever situation you're in. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. It's not as easy for some people as it is for others. Yeah. Either emotional or that or just life piles on. But it, there, is, there is generally something. There is something you can either, you, whether, it's, whether it's the tiniest glimmer, there's generally something. You're like, oh, that's the positive spin. And look at that positive spin and... And off you go. And the reason I say that is because like some great. I was reading about. Um, uh, I was reading about her so much that I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah. TV show host in America. She's massive. One of the richest um, women. Um, Oprah Winfrey. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was reading about her life. I had no idea how terrible her life was oh, up really? until the point where she made it. I'm like, oh my god. Oh. And so, and life kept like piling on, piling on, and piling on her. Um, and she lived in in a in an oppressive country let's say that yeah because it is yeah um and she's managed to turn it around and so people look and go well it's easy for you you're up for you've made this but it mm. wasn't and and so that's kind of like i'm not i'm not going all tony robbins like it'll all be positive <laughs> because I, I i get it no, life's yeah. nuanced and it's not always easy for everyone but i just think if you can do as much as you do as much as you can looking at the bright side or looking for the things to be grateful for or looking for the positive or looking for the way out and seeing if you can oh, trust yourself so true yeah, and, and and it will it will be a little bit a tiny bit easier today than it was yesterday, and uh, get another step forward. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, no, that's really true. And I read somewhere, um, don't compare your beginning to someone's end. Was that? I've probably said it wrong. Absolutely. Yeah, like like the Oprah Winfrey thing. Like, don't think, well, she's all right because she. Just, yeah, you don't know what people have been through, and yeah, just be nice to each other. Yeah, and nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Oh, gosh, it's like I could go on and on and on about this. But society <laughs> doesn't half gear people up to be, oh. to be horrible to themselves. I'm like, no. No, no be mean. nice to yourself. Who cares if you've got warts or you're disfigured or you're 27 stone? Who cares? Like, like yeah. be nice to yourself. And, and if there's something that you don't like that you can change, change it. And if you can't change it, then embrace it. Or whatever. just yeah. society, is, society is horrible. Yeah, every so, advert's like you're not good enough. You need this new thing, and now that's yeah. true. Yeah, everybody needs to go and make a cup of tea and be nice to themselves. <laughs> well, let's just put let's just put the world to rights with a cup of tea and simplify everything. Like I get it as well. It's simplifying and, and um, what, what's the word? Kind of dry, um, romanticizing the notion of being 
emotionally pure, but yeah. But, but if I think if people let themselves off a little bit and just a bit nicer to themselves, I, I think That's they'll have true. a better day. Oh, that was lovely. That was one of the best answers I've had. Oh, that was really uplifting. Well, let me ruin it now with a story about a strip club. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just... Oh, that was really nice. Oh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks for inviting me. I've had, I've had fun. Oh, nice. Have you got any nice plans for the afternoon? Um. So today I have I have some plans to. So I've, I've, I'm involved in a kind of a tribute to the musicals. Leeds City Council put down free for underprivileged families to to oh, come and enjoy nice. events. Now, generally, what they do is kind of like um, inflatable obstacle courses and events in the park were kind of active and um a bit like is it this was i can't remember which which tv um, show it was but with it uh, or gladiators maybe uh, like a version of gladiators a lot of that kind of stuff but like Monticast and things like that they, they generally do stuff like that in the summer and then they have activity weekends and youth projects but because of lockdown even though lockdown probably will be lifted by August, they haven't been able to plan it because they weren't sure, oh. and we don't know if a second wave's coming. So yeah. what they have done is they've planned these socially distanced concerts, and I'm oh. going to call them concerts, even though it's not really a concert. Yeah. Now, I um, formed a thing during lockdown called Budget Musicals, yeah. where it was just started with me taking the mickey out of the fact that I couldn't go see Phantom of the Opera, so I, I used mm-hmm. a bit of toilet roll to make the mask, and I was mm-hmm. just singing Phantom of the Opera songs, and then it escalated into one a day for about, well, for 55 days I did it. Um, <laughs> and uh, as a result of that, people who didn't realise they did musical theatre, who also do musical theatre, got in touch. Uh, and we, I formed like a little bit of a group of people. And we, we put some musical songs together. And then this this company, uh, Leeds City Council, put these events on. I'm quite familiar with them because I do their Christmas events for the kids. And they were like, do you want to put something on in the summer where we have the socially distanced concert? Uh, where the families can book a three meter by three meter squared pitch, which is a couple of meters away from other families, and we'll put a stage on and a marquee over that, and they can sit and have a picnic and watch this event for free, so that the, so the families that haven't got any money can still come and do something. So um, oh, great. we're we're putting we're putting that together, and and Jed's involved in that actually because Jedi Bear and Gary's are going to do a bit of the kids ah, entertaining, and yeah. I'm going to bring my musical and my my friends that were incredibly they're exponentially more talented than i am but, um, three three or four friends that i'm involved in the singing and, and then also some dancers that uh, again very very talented people that um college like dance college so they're quite young they're just like they're not we're not working in the theater industry as yet yeah. um so they're gonna do a little bit as well and then um this hopefully should be like an hour there's a magician um princess party type things so there's gonna be like an hour an hour and a bit's worth of entertainment for free for these families so it gets them out during the summer hopefully the weather's nice yeah um, and again it's a really long answer to your question but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing the prep on the songs that we're going to do for that because a couple of them are going to be medleys so we're, oh, right. we're, we're going to do um musicals that people know so not not really any obscure things like the great show and disney stuff like that hairspray mamma mia that kind of stuff so i've got a prep Oh, I've got to prep those good. songs and get the uh, backing tracks put together and the edits on the medleys and stuff like that. So, oh, so maybe three or four hours of doing that. Oh, so then... it's not on today. You're practicing it today. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just putting yeah. together the the song oh, list. Right. Yeah, the, the concerts are in August. So um, once I've put good. together the song list and everything like that, I'll email the other guys in the, in the group and then hopefully we'll do some Zoom rehearsals. Oh, cool. and then 
Maybe we could actually meet up and rehearse. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um, locations across Leeds, mostly like park locations in, and probably mostly underprivileged areas, but um, nothing is confirmed yet because they were waiting for what Boris says today and I don't know exactly what he said yet. No, I don't. I'll find out. In fact, I'll, I'll have a Google after this, after yeah. this chat and see yeah. what's going on. Oh, that sounds um, brilliant. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that, that will officially make, mean that the latest I'll be back in work is August. Yay. Yeah, oh, great. Oh, that sounds really fun. That sounds something to look forward to for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank, thanks for taking your time um, to chat with me. No problem. Thanks for having us. No problem. Well, and I'll uh, speak to you soon. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this week's Tea with the Morale Queen with me, Millie Armstrong-Clark, who you can find on Instagram at millcomedy. Thanks a lot to my guest James Bays for being on the show this week. You can see his antics of his budget musicals that he's been doing on Instagram at jchbays. Don't forget to review, rate and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Tell your mates, tell your nan, tell your neighbour, tell your neighbour's dog. I don't know, they might have a dog that likes podcasts. Just tell everyone, basically. But anyway, go stick the kettle on and I'll see you next time. Bye!